Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Uh, come on. Oof. Hey, Siegfried. On guard! Oh, Siegfried, it's me, it's Peter. Oh, whoops. Hi, Peter. Why are you huffing out on the deck in the middle of the night? I'm bored. How about you fight me? What? No, thank you. Why I've... not? Come on! Ah! Hey, stop! Oh! Hey, watch where you're swinging! Siegfried, you know the house rules. Don't, Don't ever raise your axe above hip height. height. I know. I'm just going a bit stir-crazy is all. What? Why? We're flying through the air on a ship. What could be cooler than that? I miss the action of my Viking days. Storming the beaches of Vinland, having herring-eating contests with Valdemar the Tired. Every day was a new thrill. Now it's always the same. What would make you feel better? Monsters. Ah! Scared, are you? Not me. I slayed Fafnir the dragon in his foul cavern lair. I saved Himir the giant from the Midgard serpent. I need to fight monsters or I'll never be happy again. Okay, drama? Siegfried, we're on a very important quest to find kids' stories. We can't just go fight a bunch of monsters. You're right. We should fight a bunch of monsters. No, that's not what I said. You know, I love adventures, but monsters sound scary. Isle? Monsters? You're right! We should go to the Isle of Monsters! I love monsters, too! No, Rolo, I said the Isle of Monsters. It's an island with monsters. Oh. 
I don't want to do that. I'm deathly afraid of islands. Exactly. Let's go fight the monsters on that island. No, Siegfried, we're saying let's not go fight the monsters. We should go fight the monsters. No, Siegfried, you're misunderstanding us. We are not saying that we should turn the ship towards the Isle of Monsters so we can go fight the monsters. Incredible idea. Turning the ship. To the Isle of Monsters, the great monster island in the sky. No! This is so good, I have to make this again. Just think of the most weird things that you can never think of. I put some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketches and songs. Today, we also happen to be hurtling towards the Isle of Monsters, which is, I believe, an island full of monsters that is floating in the sky. Right you are, Peter. Onwards! <laughs> I'm scared. Me too. Also me. And me. How about a story? Uh-huh. Okay, listeners, if you've ever wondered what animals would say if they could talk, this next story is for you. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Ronan, and I'm eight years old. I live in Rhode Island, and this is my story, Animal Week. And when she opened her eyes, the wolf was gone. Was it a wolf? I know. I scared myself. Calm down. I'm sure it was just a bunny or a squirrel or something. Heather, that was a really good, scary story. Thanks, Ms. Abbott. I learned it from an older kid. And thanks for taking us all camping and lighting this bonfire and encouraging us to tell stories. Oh, you're very welcome. Speaking of stories, I have a better one. Huh? Yeah, I, I can do better. Uh, so this one's actually a true story, and I'm sure you can don't remember it because it was before you were all born, but I remember it very clearly. Too clearly. I'm talking about Animal Week. Ah! Abital Week? Mom, come on, this is scary. That's right, Animal Week. The week all the animals started talking. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Oh, okay. I guess I just won't tell the story then. Oh, oh, no, I take oh, it back. I take it fine. Someone grab me my guitar. Mom, no one wants to hear you play guitar. I actually would. Oh, well, aren't you sweet, Owen? But it's okay if my own child doesn't want me to play guitar, then I will just play my piano. Bring me my piano. Whoa, that piano came out of nowhere. Here I go. I remember a scary week back in the early aughts When the creatures and the critters started to speak That's right, they learned to talk It started on a Monday With mammals, they were first They looked at each other, took a deep breath And what came out were words The cow said, Ooh, hey, oh, coyote! The coyotes, they would shout Hey, tasty morsel! Was what they said The humans were so freaked out it was so freaky. I was just like, what is happening? And then my dog looked me right in the eye and just goes, I have no idea. And then we just stared at each other for a full hour being like, what? 
was, it was Animal Week, Animal Week, the week that the animals learned to speak. Wait a second, I think I remember hearing about this in a book about the olden days. Thank you, Heather. That made me feel good. On Tuesday, all the reptiles started talking too. They said, get away from my eggs. Get away from my eggs! It sounds to me like that's an error. It wasn't. We were screaming in terror. Cause it was Animal Week. Animal Week. The week that the animals learned to speak. Oh yeah, I remember this from our school trip to the museum. The Museum of Things that happened a billion years ago. Okay, perfect. Loved that. My turn. Here I go. Wednesday was all about the fish, they had a lot to say. Once they started talking, they talked and talked all day. They said, Blop, blop, ah. Blop, blop, ah. They were pretty overzealous. All the humans felt so helpless. Why? Because it was Animal Week. Animal Week. The week that the animals learned to speak. never seen you dance like that. Is it okay to be doing flips like that at your age? Okay, listen up, everyone. I am 43, and that is actually considered very young in a lot of circles. Just tell us what happened next. Well, this story has an ending, but it isn't very fun. See, the rest of the week was happy. Yeah, turns out the animals were actually really friendly and everyone had a good time. <laughs> Nothing specific happened on Thursday or Friday and the weekend was just... <laughs> it was a blast. Oh. But then the week, well, it was done. The animals had to go back to normal and only speak to their own kind. But now whenever I see a dog or a cow or a snake or even a goose Get out of here, goose I wonder what's on their mind Because of Animal Week, Animal Week The week when the animals learn to speak Yes, it was Animal Week Week, the week that the animals learned to speak! Yay! That was a good story. Uh, I thought so too! Ah, the goose is back and it's talking! Run for your life! Cause it was Animal Week! Animal Week! The week that the animals learned to speak! Oh, that was such a good really story. Really amazing. Very cool. Uh, friends, I think we've made it to the Isle of Monsters. Now this is what I'm talking about. Everybody off the ship. It's time for a fight. Follow me, pirates. I'll light a torch. Quick, don't fall behind. This island is uh, 
very wooded and spooky. And dark for real. Wooded and spooky 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 and... What was that? That's what we came here for. A monster raring for a fight. Uh, the torch went out. It's pitch black. I can't see anything. That's what pitch black means, Peter. Someone's stepping on my foot. It's not me. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, friends, do any of you have big yellow eyes? No. On no? guard! Monsters! They're everywhere! I love monsters. I love monsters. Siegfried too? Gentlemen, can we discuss this with me on the ground? Oh, oh yes, of course. Here you go. <sighs> Stuck the landing. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I am Siegfried the monster. We're both Siegfried. The battle is canceled. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... 
ju- just go to, jeez, uh, I can't remember. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website, Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. I can't believe we're both Siegfried! It's true! I can't fight another Siegfried! I just can't! Oh, oh thank goodness. I am I'm so happy to hear that I am not a fighter. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, but why exactly? Siegfried, it's a good, strong name! It was the name of my uncle, and his uncle before him! If your name is Siegfried, then you too must be good and strong and Siegfriedy like me! That means we're the same! <laughs> we're all monsters in a way! Peter, you eat everything in sight. Just like Growler. Growler. <laughs> Lee, you're thirsty for power. Sounds like Frong. Kneel before Frong. Rachel, you have a mysterious and unsavory past. Classic Marf. Marf? Where's Marf? Marf. And Megan, you have an encyclopedic knowledge of all things musical theater, which is quite often... A nightmare. It's true. And as Will Rogers once said to me, a stranger's just a friend you don't owe money to yet. And believe me, I owed Will Rogers a lot of money. How old are you? The point is, I guess we're all more alike than we think. There will not be a battle today or ever. Hooray! I will say, though, that I still miss the action of my glory days. Huh. Well, how could you... Do a battle, but safely and with your friends. Huh. <gasps> Sports? Sports! We can teach you all ship ball. Ship ball? It's from season one. <laughs> oh. Should we uh, do a story first? Yeah! I love stories. Well, then buckle up, buddy. Yeah, because here to introduce it is the author. I'm Rhea. I'm 15. I live in Canada. And this is my story. The donut is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday at 3 a.m., so you know what that means. It's time to play no one's favorite game show. The donut is right! Welcome your host with the most donuts, Edgar Oscar Isaac Princeton the 11th. I've got 100 million donuts, but there's only one that makes me go nuts. Can you guess my favorite one? Cause there's only one donut that I like. 
ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Donut Is Right! As always, we are recording live in beautiful downtown L.A. in a tiny studio in the middle of an alley. And why do we record in the middle of an alley? <laughs> no, I, I'm actually asking, why do we record in this tiny studio? Where's my producer? Ted, what's the deal? Oh, um, we producers are on a very tight budget. Okay, well, I can't argue with that. Anyway, you all know how the game works. A whole bunch of people show up outside our tiny studio in an alley, and five are chosen randomly. All right, let's start. Picking. Ted, open the doors! Everybody calm down. Okay, back up, back up. I'm only picking five. Okay, only five. You, 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 not you, you, and you. Everyone else better luck next week. Close the door, please close the door! As always, that was insane. Let's meet our contestants. From Pensacola, Florida, it's Nayla Shimsky. Nayla, welcome to The Donut Is Right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about me? I'd be happy to, Edgar. I would describe you as a very skinny man with a huge head. Wow, must be a lot of brains in there. <laughs> Who's next? Next, from Nome, Alaska, it's Ailey Circle. Ailey, all the way from Alaska. My goodness. Tell me, Ailey, what do you think of my name, Edgar Oscar Isaac Princeton the 11th? Frankly, it's sounds fake. That's because it is. Who's our next contestant? From Bemidji, Minnesota, say hello to Mads Brownshoe. Welcome, Mads. Tell us, can you believe that this show has been on the air for 54 years now and no one has ever won? You know, Edgar, I was just telling my wife And that... let's meet our last two contestants real quick. From other places, it's Marvin and Shaquille. Welcome to you both. Sorry we don't have a budget for any more microphones, so why don't you just give everyone a good wave? Nicely done! Now you all know how the game works, but let's hear the rules one more time. Edgar, our contestants have to try 100 million different kinds of donuts while they listen to you talk about your family, and if they can guess which donut is your favorite, they will win a billion donuts to take home. Wow, a billion donuts? You know, I'm starting to see why the budget is so tight. Ted, is that why we're on such a tight budget? Yeah, the fact that we have to make 100 million donuts every episode for the contestants to taste and also have another billion on hand in case someone wins has strained the budget. That makes sense. Well, sounds like a heck of a deal for these contestants, but tell us, what happens if they guess wrong? Edgar, if our contestants guess wrong, they will be dunked into a hundred-foot-tall bucket of warm donut glaze. Wow, that sounds terrifying. And delicious. Anyway, it's time to play the game. Ted, let's bring out those 100 million donuts. All right, back it up. Okay, careful, there is not a lot of room here. Okay, just this way. Oh, watch out for the kids! Okay, that's good. All right, dump the donuts. Wow, that is a lot of donuts. Thanks, Ted. So, contestants, you know the drill. Once you hear the donut buzzer, you will start trying every single one of these 100 million donuts while I talk about my family. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah I guess All so. Right. Yeah. All right, audience, count with me in three, two, one, donuts! You know, the thing about my family is that I think we're all equally afraid of vulnerability. For example, my brother, Kevin James Joyce Carroll Oates, Princeton the Eighth, he's too scared to even shake hands with anyone, let alone open up. We'll Although be right back after these messages. 
Do you love donuts? Do you think donuts are good? Well, come on down to Marge's Donuts. We got a lot of them and they're good too. But don't take my word for it. Ask one of our many satisfied customers. Like this one. Oh boy, I love these donuts. Real good. I tell ya. Real good. See? What'd I tell ya? Satisfied. And a real customer. So come on down to Marge's Donuts. You'll probably like them. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, how do I press stop? Do you think they could tell that you are my nephew? And welcome back to the Donut is Right! And after that, my mother never signed me up for team sports again. Ah, would you look at that? It looks like our contestants have already finished trying all 100 million donuts. Now is their chance to guess which one is my favorite. Nayla, tell us which one you think it is. Is it the Boston Cream? Oh, nope. Looks like once again a contestant has guessed wrong, which means it's time to say hello to this 100-foot bucket of warm donut glaze directly below you. <gasps> That's okay, because the glaze is yummy. Ooh. Thanks for playing, Nayla. Thanks, Edgar. I really... In the I'm okay! It is yummy! Oh! Ailey, it's your turn. Which donut do you think is my favorite? French cruller. Ooh, sorry, no. Oh, shoot! I really thought I was... Not even close. Mads! Jelly? Good gravy, no. Marvin, you still don't have a microphone, but what do you think? Close, but totally wrong. Well, it looks like we're down to our last contestant. Chakael, guess which one of these donuts is my favorite? Ooh, looks like she's thinking. Well, okay. We're in no rush. It's not like she's going to guess that my favorite donut is a plain donut. No one ever does. Uh, Edgar, what did you say? What? Nothing. I was just thinking silently in my head. No, you just said that out loud. You slipped up. What? Oh, it looks like Shaquille has her answer. All right, I guess I'll give you my microphone. What's your answer, Shaquille? Plain donut? Shaquille, you just won one billion donuts! Wow, I won! Boy, I really slipped up by whispering the answer. Weird that I did that for the first time in 54 years, but I guess I'm free from this insanity. Congratulations, Shaquille. I'm impressed. Here is one billion donuts! All right, back it up, slowly, slowly, watch out for my car! Wow, a billion donuts. It doesn't get much better than this. Oh, does it? The Guinness World Records? That's right, I'm from the Guinness World Records, and I have for you an award for being the only person to ever win the Donut is Right in all eternity. Wow, well, it seems like this national nightmare is finally over. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in, and we won't see you next time here on... The Donut is Right! The Donut is Right was brought to you by Marge's Donuts. Psst, Marge, you're on. Huh, huh, where? Oh, yeah, gotta love a donut. Buy my donuts. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Rhea, it's so great to talk to you. How's it going today? Not bad. Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, I've been writing another story. And really? Just, yeah. Awesome, just for fun? Yeah, just for fun. That's awesome. And how did you get the idea for The Donut is Right? Are you a fan of donuts? I love donuts. What do you like about them? They're, they're so interesting. Like, how could a bit of fried dough taste so good? How do you think donuts got invented? 
Hmm. Maybe a baker just accidentally dropped a bit of dough into a frying thing, and then it, when it, he pulled it out and took a bite, and he was like, oh, my goodness, this is so good. I have to make this again. <laughs> and you live in Canada, right? Well, I've n- I've, I haven't lived in Canada my whole life, so. Where else have you lived? Well, I was born in Fairfax County, Virginia, and then when I was five, my parents, we basically sold everything we had, moved into a tiny travel trailer, and went all over North America for the next four years. No way! Really? Yeah. What was that like? It was crazy. I mean, uh, I was only five, so basically um, the only thing that I can remember that I knew was going to all these different places, you know, camping um, in Walmart parking lots at night, and then sometimes going to campgrounds with pools and amusement parks. There's just a crazy contrast between those for four years. Wow. Until you were nine years old. Yeah, around nine, uh, nine and a half when we moved to Canada. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have seven siblings. Whoa, that's so many. (laughs) I know, three sisters and four brothers. And how many of you were around during the traveling days? Well, let's see, two of them were actually born while we we were traveling. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, my parents pulled up our roots when they had five children under the age of 10. I don't know how they did that. That is so wild. I know. It was really cool, actually. It was like, um, I want to do this traveling more often. I got We found you know, a couple of siblings while we were on the road. <laughs> That's so cool. You, you must be a really close family. Yeah, I would say, I would say we are. We, since we're all homeschooled, all of us are here during the day, so we've had a lot more time together than other families usually do. Wow, so much time together. Do you find that that makes you more tolerant of each other? Sometimes, although it can get a little irritating, little siblings, since they're so used to being around you all the time. When you go downstairs to read a book, they're like, come on, come play with me. Yeah. To be honest, I'm a bit reclusive. What does that mean to you? Um, well, I'm... I'm introverted, so I much prefer to hang out in my room and read books than go places, meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, when I'm with close friends, that's that's fun too. But I'm more I'm more happy in my own kind of space. So here's a, here's one more question for you, and I think you're the only person in the world who can answer it. <laughs> Which of these donuts is the most introverted? You have to imagine you're on a game show now. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to talk about my family while you decide. (laughs) Okay. Donut number one, Boston cream donut. Okay. Donut number two, glazed donut. Donut number three, jelly donut. Donut number four, chocolate donut. Donut (laughs) number... Only two more. Donut number five, coconut sprinkles. And finally... Donut number six, a powdered donut. Which of these donuts is the most introverted? I have two opinion. I have two theories. One, the glazed donut, because it's always keep- keeping itself behind a curtain. Okay. And the jelly-filled donut, because it has, you know, a slightly rough um, outside, but then it has a whole bunch of you know, a fun side to it in the inside, but you just have to, you know, befriend it and get to know it better. 
You're correct. <laughs> Yay, what did I win? I wish I could pull a switch right now and a million donuts would fall on you wherever you were. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Ria, thank you so much for talking to me today. Yeah, thanks for choosing my story. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and thanks to our authors, Ronan and Rhea. Before we go, here's this week's Story Spark. Kids, write a story about a character from your imagination who makes the greatest comeback of all time. That means whatever your character is doing or trying to do, they're having a pretty tough time. It might even seem like all hope is lost. But then, your character defies the odds and shocks the world with their comeback. As always, grown-ups can send in stories to storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye-bye! Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser, Chris Neary, and Chad Shanai. Produced for Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Jerry Burgos, Matt Gehring, Quinton Johnson, Alexis Lambright, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Joanna Simmons, and Rachel Winitsky. Isle of Monsters was written by Rachel Winitsky, arranged by Jack Mitchell, and produced by Eric Gerson. Animal Week was written by Rachel Winitsky and produced by Eric Gerson. You know, a lot of people ask me what we do with all the stuff we use in the stories each week after we're done. And the answer is, I keep everything in this storage closet right here on the ship. Here, I'll take you in. Let's check it out. God, who put all these golden bananas right by the door? All right, so here we are in the storage space. You'll see everything from every story that we've done here on the ship. Like, see, right over here is the Klezmer Band from Animal Week. Hey, guys! And here's the donut glazed dunk tank from The Donut Is Right. We keep everything because you never know when you're gonna need it again. Like, for example, right now, I wanna take a swim in the donut glazed tank while I listen to Klezmer music. Hey, Klezmer friends, kick it! All right! Oh, this glaze is so viscous. I love it. It's disgusting and delicious and fun at the same time. Honestly, what else could you say that about? Wow, great clarinet work! Woo!